Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is Monday, March 30th, 2020. What a time. We've all been inside for a while, depending on where we live. Some people a week, some people three weeks. Um, It's settling in. We are learning a lot about not only ourselves, but about each other. And the things we are learning aren't things that we thought were coming our way. And one of the craziest parts of this is that how my brain still has not adjusted to next week I'm doing this and the next week I'm going to continue doing this. And the only time we're leaving our home is when we go to the grocery store. Probably at this point, the way I'm looking at it, about once a week. And all the projects we're taking on at home. And then I thought, gosh, when we go to the grocery store, it's like a field trip. We have to prepare ourselves. We have to protect ourselves. And then we go. But the experience has changed. It used to be used to be where you go in and you get out and you don't remember a person. Get what you need. Every day you could go, whatever you needed to pick up daily or whatever it was. And now it's the only t- place we go and the only time we do go. And the Costco I went to, I want to say last Thursday, I can't remember what day I went, Thursday or Friday, now they, they were saying on the news that someone tested positive there. And I thought about that because this virus doesn't know who anybody is. It just knows who it is. And we're kind of following its lead. And I thought, well, you know, we've done everything we can and we still have to go out and get food, but we're starting to learn the degrees, the different levels of our interactions. And yet we are having a hard time staying away from each other. We have a physical world, the physical part. We have trees and streets and, you know, oceans and parks and and all that now is shut down. And no one thought, well, when you go to a grocery store, that checker or that person that's loading the shelves, well, they need to be tested because they're in another form of public health, right? We need to eat and we need to go. They're essential jobs. So now they're thinking, well, you know what? Everyone in essential jobs and we're learning how to protect each other. But we're having a hard time only having the virtual part where social media was a part of our lives, where certain things were a part of our lives. And now We're doing exercise through the computer. We're having doctor's appointments through a computer. We're having, and thank God that we have a computer because one, even if some knowledge is not great knowledge or completely accurate, there are places where you can get knowledge to help you help yourself. But what is it 
about us not seeing each other. Like, why why do you think God would pull that one? Because I'm thinking about God a lot now in a different way, in bigger planning. Like, why? I mean, something this big, where, where does this come from? And yesterday, I was thinking I was going to take a few days off from the radio show because I'm going through such a heavy writing spree. And I'm writing, believe it or not, a lot about men. And I'm, I'm learning a lot, actually, as well. And hopefully I'll put all that together and we'll do a show on it. But for now, all I could hear Christ say was, may I have your attention, please? You know how, like, you try to quiet down a busy room? May I have your attention, please? The world just changed. We are healing now. We are healing now. And we are more together than we ever were. And the only way that God could reach us, (laughs) because we're all attached to these phones and these computers and these games and all this stuff that we do in this virtual box that has colors and music and time and product and every single aspect of our life, banking, our doctors now, our lawyers now, even like a spa has a virtual spa online now. Everything's online now. And they had to take away, and it had to be taken away, all the physical part of us with each other for us to understand that we need each other. And the fight we have for life now, for one life, having to make decisions because we don't have enough ways to help everyone that needs it, even though we're trying to catch up, it went from zero to 60. There is so much going on prior to this happening that we just thought was okay. I did not know this until just recently, I mean probably a month or two, when I I started watching the financial channels and I started getting interested because I used to be in the market. I was a licensed stockbroker out of college and I understood financial products. I understood how the world worked. But at that time, credit cards were new. Banks were still paying 7% interest on your money. I mean, using a bank for an interest return for older people was very common. And all that went away. All the, we're thanking you for our business was gone and that we were being charged to have accounts. And it went from giving it away to giving us a good return to giving us a zero return, which is where we're at now. But what I learned, and it told me everything. I didn't obviously foresee this coming. And if I did, I'll go buy a crystal ball right now. But I did know this, and I was very, very bothered by it. 
And it was that one of the biggest money makers for our country in the U.S., because I know there's an international audience here, but in the U.S., the biggest money maker was the debt of its citizens, was our debt. Everything was a debt. Our homes, our cars, our groceries, if we paid for them on a credit card. And we can only get more debt if we had debt. Otherwise, we were not rewarded for not having debt. If we did not have debt, we wouldn't have anything on our credit, which would make us a risk. Because we needed to have debt. Because if we didn't, what would be our motivation to get up and go do something we don't want to do? But that is one of, if not the leading, at the time it was leading, but I don't know what it is today, is the debt of its own citizens. And those very citizens in debt, meaning all of us in one way or another, are now the people that are saving each other's lives and helping each other. That sense of humanity, because we are not meant to be alone, that deep drive to help each other, to talk to each other, to offer whatever gift we have. There was a man yesterday who he has Down syndrome. bothered him that people were suffering and didn't have masks, and he started making masks by hand. And even if he made 10, although he made way more than 10, but even if he did, it is the heart of us that's doing the talking now. In all those given tornadoes of debt for at least a few months are gone. And in a weird way, the irony is everyone knew that people were living paycheck to paycheck for years. It is the source of stress. It is the source of arguments between couples and trying to raise children. It is the source of going over the edge and putting ourselves in greater debt because we're taught and advertised to to want stuff that we can't afford. And now we realized all that stuff is stuff. And I know we knew it, but we had no reason to pay attention. We figured if we got a little bit of this every day and a little bit of that, we were okay. We, we let our standards of, of taking care of ourselves and each other go so low that we could easily walk by each other and not say hi. Now when I see someone, 
yesterday I went for a walk <laughs> on my block and there's a big hill on the side and you know all the parks are closed all the beaches are closed everything is closed and yet everyone I walked past I felt these tears of joy in my heart in my eyes just to see oh my god another human another human I remember the three humans I saw yesterday and I couldn't talk to them but we all understood one of us would walk down a driveway and go farther away from the other one so that we didn't pass each other even though the chances might have been slim but they care for each other because we don't know if we're carriers we would after 14 days but again we don't know and we're protecting ourselves and each other from each other, each other's health. But we are being shown a lot here right now that even with all this separation and all this chatter on television and, you know, all these different moving parts that we're watching just halt the restaurant infrastructure, the airline infrastructure, the banking infrastructure, the governmental infrastructure, you know, all of our, I want to say, when they call them public servants, our politicians, we're getting our money's worth this past year. We're seeing our leaders. We're seeing their commitments. We're seeing why they're there. And some of it we like, some of it we don't, but it doesn't matter because we are, in whatever way we know how, reminding each other that we are not alone. We were never meant to be alone. And a few people, not everybody, that I've talked to have felt in a very unusual, weird way, very cared for in this time that our country is paying attention to the average citizen instead of just talking stuff that doesn't really matter to us all day long, strategically deciding what countries we're friends with and which ones we're not, strategically deciding who we were going to bomb or kill, and then come up with a great cover story or not. Telling us what to think, playing with our brain. Telling us facts that aren't facts and telling us truths that aren't truth. And it's just so blatant because that saying of may I have your attention please will not stop going through my head. Because, of course, I always ask questions. May I have your attention, please? And I say, oh, past the obvious. Why? Just like when Christ said to me, one ounce of pure love or pure intent will overcome any obstacle provided that it's pure. And I'm like, wow, that's a mouthful. How do I know? If my intentions are pure, that question spurred so many instances and experiences in my life 
that forced me to figure out and learn what a pure intention is. Even if that intention looked good on the outside, like, oh, Nadia's so great. She worries about everyone. Because growing up, people who worried were good people. They cared. But that's not what I learned from Christ. I learned that worry is part of our ego that holds us in place and gives us enough fear to stop us from taking chances, from growing, from pushing. And then it grew. Fear, doubt, and worry stagnate the soul in origins of truth. And then it grew even more. Fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt are all not from God. We became fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt in some form or another. And we had to fight really hard to not feel fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt. It was like almost like the person who did that was against the grain. And now we are all faced with something that we could get and we don't know the outcome of it. And if you're not an essential worker, you're home. So you're either overworked or underworked right now. And everyone has their role for whatever reason right now. Meant to see what we are seeing right now. But when this is done, it will be done. After a time long enough to take away what we were doing in making it look absurd. Making it look absurd. All the paper trails of things we had to go through to see a doctor, to pay a bill, to fix something that was wrong, and then to work on top of it in those hours so that when we were done, Places were closed. And the pressure we would sleep with every night, trying to figure out how we were going to do everything in the next day. And now that stuff just went up in a puff of smoke. Puff of smoke. And here we are, looking at and evaluating and reevaluating who we each individually are. And what's happened to us is in our brains, all the people we know and love and see and spend time with, we are looking at through a different lens. The ones that were harsh and they weren't honest and they weren't up front with us, even though we have time, we don't want to use our time to deal with that frustration the same way. And those that we thought we were going to see and it kept getting put off and put off now feels like, I would like to see that person again. 
I would like to spend some time there. Now that we are starting to value, our time has become more valuable to us, especially with the question mark of, will I end up getting the virus? So paying attention, may I have your attention, please? I'll tell you what he said right after that. He said, may I have your attention, please? We are healing right now. We are healing, every single one of us. And those of us who are still trying to live in this world by the old world terms, racing and fighting and insulting, they sound like an old record. And it sounds so out of place that I'm like, oh, my God, that's still from the old world. That's not going to work anymore. They may not know it yet. not going to work anymore. Because what this time did was took us from being alone in a busy world and showed us how alone we are in a quiet world. Really look at that pendulum. Alone in a busy world when we saw everyone and paid no attention to paying attention to someone we're walking by in the street or someone who's ill or someone who needs something being very important. And the gift of seeing someone, interacting with someone, God did get our attention. And yes, we are healing we're settling into this place of self-understanding that we literally lived our lives until today without having the opportunity to do once we were aware that we needed that opportunity. God is so cool. all these get-rich-quick schemes and all these things we see people do. And they're still, the schemers are out there. The scammers are out there. Now with the stimulus package, we're being warned that they will call you and ask you for your information to send you the check. So be aware of that if you are in the United States. They're sending checks of, I think, $1,200 on the low end to people up to 3000 or 3400 for families. And they're saying these scammers already are anticipating this money coming in. And they're calling people and asking them for their banking information so that the government can send them the money. And then they send them a fake check that doesn't work, and they take the real check out of your account because they're going to automatically deposit So what they're saying now on the news is if you get a phone call for that information, please don't give it because the government is not asking for any validation on the phone or not. So through email, through anything, whatever you get that you haven't seen, just delete it. 
And those people are sticking out like a sore thumb right now. Crime is down everywhere. And it's down because there's no one on the street. So if you are on the street right now, what are you doing? It's an interesting thing where there is no stone left unturned. And because God got our attention. In our, we live in our neighborhood. And now it feels like a neighborhood, like this little subset. Anybody needs help, we can provide for each other. The people that serve us outside of our homes, when we go to shop, when we go to get things for our family. We now pay attention to who they are and we wish for their safety. When we come home, we take greater measures to make sure that we don't contaminate or cross-contaminate or whatever it is that happens from the outside world to the inside world. Things like putting gas in your car is something to think about right now. We used to go to the gym. That feels like years ago. And now we're doing old school gym, push-ups, sit-ups, whole thing, arm circles. We got it going on. Jumping jacks. I found out, this is the weird side effect of all of this. I'm not eating as much. And I'm sleeping even earlier than I normally do. But I feel like I'm not going anywhere. What do I, you know, and I eat mostly from now until about one or two in the afternoon. And then I'm done for the day. I'm full. I'm done. My body is telling me what it needs, and I am able to respond without putting myself off. When I have a thought and I want to clear my head, I don't think of escaping and doing any kind of retail therapy or a massage or whatever it was that used to happen. Now I'm thinking, which book on my shelf do I want to jump into? Or did I get a a new magazine to read what's going on now? Cookbooks, new recipes. The kind of knowledge, usable knowledge, that enriches us and we have the time read what someone wrote a hundred years ago and I will tell you when you read things that people wrote 50 years ago 60 years ago you will see that not much has changed that one thing that Christ always said was the way we are one is that we are all here at the same time in history we are all here at a time in our history where technology is leaping and our brains lagged lagged behind. And now this is a huge catch-up, a huge catch-up, not catch-up like you put on your hamburger, but catch-up time for us. And until now, I'm still like where I'll be doing something and I'll think, oh, I got to do this. And I push back and I, I realize I just, breathed and I didn't realize 
you know, even though sometimes we we know we're breathing, but those deep breaths, like, oh, I don't, I don't have to do it like that anymore. At least not today. This is a new day. It is a new dawn. Yes, God did get our attention. And we are healing now through each other because we can't see each other. We're taking the good and throwing the rest out. You guys have a great start to this week. Please be safe, be healthy, take care in this time. I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. I love you guys. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com.